All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying right now. <laughs> I was like, this is so great. This is how we got to keep it going. Okay. Yeah, we got to keep it. Okay, so we left off with Moon. You guys had just gotten Moon. And now everything was reconnecting and you guys were like building again and you were done or at least getting to being done with your break and take it away. (laughs) Yeah, eventually we got done with our break. Things were good again. I focused on him. Like that rest of that year was fantastic. Fantastic. Couldn't get enough. I was like perfect, perfect, perfect. Meanwhile, during their first year being together, I also was dealing with the repercussions of the previous guy I dated and him stalking me. Oh, God. Yeah. And, like, stalking you, like... I'm talking, like, I was living in an apartment, um, and the story about the apartment is I was supposed to move in with that that apartment with the previous ex-boyfriend before him. So this guy knew where I lived. He knew like everything because he was supposed to live in there too. So I'm being stopped by my ex-boyfriend. He sees that I'm with this guy and he was like stalking me. He actually came up to my apartment door. I got a knock. I thought it was my boyfriend, my new boyfriend. No, it's my ex-boyfriend. And I said, why are you here? And he said, Oh, because I know you have a new boyfriend and I got some things to say. Little did he know my new boyfriend was on his way upstairs already to come hang out with me that night. So (laughs) I was like, you need to leave right now. (laughs) Like, I don't know what made you think that you could come up. How did you even come up here? Who let you in? I'm like, this building is so unprotected. (laughs) (laughs) I was like you don't even have a key anymore to this apartment I was like how are you up here and he was like listen I love you I was like you need to get the fucking leave I don't care (laughs) I was like I don't care if you love me I don't care your feelings right now like I need you to go but I was not saying why you had to go it was not disclosing that information about the fact that my new boyfriend was on his way upstairs so I was like pretending that I was leaving. Luckily, I still had clothes on from when I had just came back in the house. And I grabbed my purse. I grabbed my keys. I'm like, I'm leaving. You have to go. I have somewhere I need to be. And he was just like, but let me talk to you. Like, just really trying to like force his way in. I was like, no, no, no. So I walked towards the stairs. Luckily, the apartment building or the apartment that I was in I luckily had an apartment where at, at towards the end of the hallway where there was a stairwell. So I immediately run to the stairs, cut the corner real quick before my new boyfriend walks the corner from the elevator. So my ex-boyfriend is following me down the stairs, still projecting his love to me and begging for me to take him back. While and your I'm, new boyfriend is coming up the stairs. Right, while my new boyfriend is coming up the elevator. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so you took him down the stairs and the other one's going up the yeah. elevator. My phone is being rung up by the new boyfriend. He's like, where are you? I'm by your door, but you're not answering. And is, yelling, is the what? new boyfriend the old boyfriend now that was a yes. current boyfriend? Okay, just wondering yes. who it was. The boyfriend at the time, the new boyfriend at the time is the one I just ended my relationship with. Just recently. Okay. So <laughs> we'll just call them A and C if that helps you. <laughs> A and C. <laughs> All right. That A sounds good. So A is following me down the stairs, still yelling, my bitch, take me back. Why don't you fucking love me anymore? <laughs> I don't know, maybe because of obvious reasons. Thank you. Right? So I'm like yelling. Include that in there too. There are good reasons why Danielle left that other one as well. (laughs) So, right. There are good reasons. That's a story for a different day. My life needs to be a movie. That is another story. (laughs) That's another story. So anyway, 
I'm on my way to the front door of my apartment building. This guy's still following me. C's calling me, and I'm yelling at A, like, you need to fucking leave. I'm threatening him at this point for him to go. He finally leaves. I actually grabbed a bag of his shit that I still randomly had in my apartment because he was slowly trying to move his way in before we broke up, and I just had some stuff. I threw it at him, and I was like, please go. And he walked out. He walked out, and I went up the freaking elevator to go meet up my new boyfriend at my apartment door. Oh, my God. And my new boyfriend, I think he suspected something. He knew something was up because I was acting super paranoid. And I was scared that A would come back upstairs. I mean, he obviously has a way in this building. I don't know how. I revoked his keys. Maybe he made a copy. I don't know. Um, And you were paranoid, too, because that guy had a history of being a little bit aggressive sometimes. So anger issues. Serious anger. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm scared. I was scared. So I tell my new boyfriend, C, hey, I'm really hungry right now. Do you want to go get some food? I made the excuse of wanting to go to Taco Bell, which I was not crazy. (laughs) Taco Bell. (laughs) I was like, Taco Bell was the first thing I could think of that was open at the time. I was like, I need to go to Taco Bell, get some food. You're gonna come with me, right? He's like, I guess. Are you okay? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm fine. Let's go. I was like, Really being short and quick with him, and he definitely suspected something. Tell me why. I was like, Let's forget about where'd you park. I was like, Where'd you park? He's like, Oh, I parked all the way at the end over there. My car was parked in front of the building, so I was like, Oh, we'll just take my car. It's fine. Get in my car. We never take my car. But get in my car. He definitely knew something was up. I can see in my mirror that A was there watching. <laughs> this guy watching. is watching us. And oh, shit. I'm pretty sure C peeped. He saw that A was watching. And I think he knew from that moment. You have to keep in mind now, though. Audience doesn't know this, but Tara, you need to know this. A and C, they're not strangers to each other. I was about to say, C knows A. A They know know each other. They have seen each other before, right? They've seen each other before. They know each other's siblings. Like, they know each other. They're not friends. I want to clear that out there in the air. Quick. they're not friends of any sort it's just the connection is me and then also the neighborhood it's a small community um but yeah so they he sees him too i, I can see that he sees him too and i was like fuck <laughs> I was like, what do i do so i zoom out of my parking spot and zoom out the driveway to go towards taco bell And I'm making sure that we're not being followed because A, I see him run to his car to try and chase us. I could see it in his eyes. I saw it in his sprint. I was like, I need to run this car so fast. He has no idea where I'm trying to go. I just need to go to Taco Bell. So I'm making the weirdest small talk with C. Like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? But also, I'm being super sketchy. So I was like, he knows I'm full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this relationship's going to end real quick. (laughs) Because he knows I'm full of shit right now. (laughs) And he played along, though. Like, he actually didn't make it a big deal. He played along. He was like, it was cool. It was whatever. But you can tell he's kind of bothered. I was like, do you want some food from Taco Bell? And he said, of course not. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll order something. I was like, can I please have one burrito supreme, please? I didn't even eat this burrito. (laughs) I had to, like, get really baked and high first before I could eat this burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But we did ditch A. He, we lost him. and I left him in the dust. I cut the So C knew about A. Like, he saw him? He saw him. We never talked. We never talked about it. But I know that I know I saw him. Like I looked, I looked over, and I could see him looking at him through the mirror. Like I know that he saw him. He's not stupid. Yeah. Um, and this was after you guys had your break, right? This is right mm-hmm. after, or is this before now? Like um, right. This is after. Yeah. Oh my 
god this is after yeah that's how deep my ex-boyfriend stalked me oh. um but soon after that i waited until like the new year to like figure out a new living situation so i was like i obviously have to move because after that whole incident every time he my new boyfriend came over I always could see footprints through the door, like of the like the main door to my apartment, and I always felt like A was stalking me, and I felt so unsafe to the point where I would always ask for C to come over, and I knew that he would stay the night, and like even with him staying the night, I felt safe but also uneasy at the same time. Um, so I um. I had to move. I moved. I moved back home with my mother, with my mother, because I didn't have anywhere else to go at the time yet. Oh, I so that's what I was why doing. Moved. That is why I moved back home. Oh my god, I yeah. didn't realize that. I kind of like I became close with you at that time. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that is so crazy. Yeah, but I had a lot going on, and no one knew. What? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah so that that's the first year of us dating so it sounds like the first year of unc dating was a break your ex-boyfriend a stalking you and then going to las vegas without me and blocking me (laughs) ignoring me on continuous levels of me understanding that okay this is part of his personality. He ignores me. Okay. This is something I'm not used to. Oh, and he changed his number almost every month. The first year we were dating, he had like a new number for like five different times. I wouldn't say every month. He changed the number about five times. Okay. So how many red flags have we counted so far? I don't know. Let's Let's continue. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. The, the, The break the Las Vegas, the blocking while being in Las Vegas, that counts as like another red flag. Yeah, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> um, the fact that he didn't feel a need to call or text me while being in Las Vegas for a week. That's another red flag. Um, also, what else? I can't think right now all of a sudden. Oh, just like the way how he would continue to ignore me throughout the year. Like if like if I would try to like text him, he would just me back or call me. Like this is all in the first year after like our break though. And that's I just counted five. So that's five. That also can include the, the text message that I got from him. This long ass message about how he was pretty certain that we shouldn't be together, but like I deserved better. But it well, okay. So in the first year, we have five red flags. Okay, go on to the next year. <laughs> Oh God! So I counted six red flags, but that's okay. enough where I should have been like, "All right, let's that's move past on." Three limit. <laughs> so this really past strike three, you're out. But no, I was like, "Fuck it, just keep going." <laughs> it's the dog. It was the dog's fault. Okay, but, sure. <laughs> because like when I moved into um my mom's and then and I started getting like part custody of this dog we would take turns i would have the dog for a week then he would have the dog for a week and we did this every week well I, re- I remember you saying that moon is the reason why you guys stayed together yeah i'm pretty sure she was the one that was the glue um which is especially a whole story when, as well which we'll get to that a, yeah that's another experience in itself that dog um so the second year that we were dating was moon us spending a lot more quality one-on-one time together. I think that we actually spent that year focusing and getting to know each other a little bit better than the first year. Um, and things were not great, but okay. And the reason why I say that is because this was the year I started to learn that he was someone that simply just could not express his feelings to me face-to-face over the phone, even through text. It was through social media.
Just keep going with what you were saying. Ignore all that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Weird, but okay. Um, but the second year overall, I was going to say, is just I learned that, like, he didn't, he was a pussy, basically, and didn't know how to talk to me. His communication skills were piss poor. And that's when I learned that the second year, piss poor communication. And I spent most of that second year fighting for, like, a way to figure out how to make the communication better. And I simply just realized that was his way of doing things. He does not know how to communicate in person, but can express his feelings through social media as an outlet. And at that time, I was like, fine, that's okay. I told myself I was okay with that. And that's when I actually started smoking weed a lot more. Like, But I think I only did that to calm my nerves down. Because that relationship started to drive my anxiety through the freaking wall. And I used weed as a freaking, like, thing to dilute my feelings. Yeah, did any monumental, like, argument or any monumental, like, discussion that you guys had happen? Like, Um, how did you realize that he was bad at communication? Since you were taking this... It was him ignoring me. It was him ignoring me, and then also... Since it was our second year dating, I was, like, trying to push, like, the, you know, like, I just feel like we already met each other's parents. He he was the one that introduced me to his mom really quick and his whole family, like, like his sisters really quick and stuff. So I figured in our second year of dating that we would start, like, I don't know, going to family, like, gatherings together, at least. But no, like, he, like, made it a secretive mission. Like, oh, no, my family... um uh we do we're not really doing much for like the fourth of july and i was like what do you mean you're not doing much you just said you're cooking like you're like doing all this food he's like yeah but it's just my siblings and it's not really a big deal it's like don't worry about it and i was like what you don't want me to come over if is that it he's like it's not that i don't want you to come over i just don't want you making a big deal it's just another holiday it's just another day and i was like okay, do you want to come over to my family's function? I mean, like, we don't do much. And this is, like, before I knew that my family would be out of town without me, because I had to work. And he was like, I mean, I could stop by. It's not really a big deal, though. And when I found out that my family was going to be out of town without me, because I had to work, they went to Florida. Um, I was like, oh, I have, like, no one to spend the 4th of July with when I do get off work. So... I told him that, and he was still like, you know, my family, there's just a lot of drama, like, I just don't want you to come. I can see now why he would say that. Just want to oh, put a right? disclaimer on I was him. just thinking that. I was like, wait a minute, this all makes sense now, with this newfound information that we both know about his family. Yeah, um, I can see why he said that. But also, in your regard, you didn't know that, and when you're in a relationship with somebody you want to be involved in their family and in, involved in their life. Yeah, exactly. God, I just like got like a flashback. But like I was literally trying to like beg my way in into like being around his family. I was just like the more like he wouldn't let me around, the more curious I was. And I was like, what's going on? You know, like they all know who I am. So what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> but now I get it. Now I get it. It's fine. Um, but our second year, it was mostly miscommunication, lack of communication, and him not letting me be a part of his life, really. Mm-hmm. I was kept in the dark that entire year. And that was a big red flag for me because I was like, dude, is there more to you or is this it? <laughs> like, is there more? Like, what is your family like? I want to get to know. Like, you're, you're always around them. Whenever we were on the phone, you'd be around them. Whenever you couldn't hang out, you had to, like, bail out on plans. It's because of your family, because you had to be around them. So, it's like, I was so strung out on wanting to know more about his fucking family, because you're, like, always around them. Mm-hmm. Um... Sorry, I read a message in my in my phone, my watch. I mean, 
I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, uh, but yeah, that was pretty much it the second year. Like, there wasn't any, like, monumental, like, crazy, crazy thing. Oh, until, like, the end of that year. Um, it wasn't even towards the end of the year. It was actually, like, maybe, like, August, August, September, October. So, like, it kind of, like, towards the end. That's when the dog went away. That's when Moon had to leave. That's mm-hmm. when Moon went to, like, a different family. That's when the dog got sick and we couldn't do anything together about it. I tried my best to fight for that dog, but he had no interest in splitting the cost of the medical expenses that were needed for the dog to get better. And I simply just didn't want to keep her and let her die. So we had to get rid of the dog and find her a new home. And then that's when things got really estranged for us. Like, that's what, like really created the divide and that's when I moved in with you and our other roommate and mm-hmm. I basically that's when I first distanced myself literally physically away from him and it wasn't on purpose it was just simply because that's the next move I wanted to do with my life as far as like living and he wasn't ready for that so that's what I did mm-hmm and then also with the dog being gone around the same time, I think that it really, it really hurt him. I think he took it as a personal like hit towards him. Dude, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a personal hit towards him. Yeah, I just think it's crazy that you're saying after Moon is when you moved in with me and our other roommate, and I'm like. Okay, so are we still on year two? Because like, yeah, that is year two. Because think about it. Yeah, remember before I moved in. Um, before I moved in, I asked you guys if you could take her. You asked me. I would have a hundred percent said yes. I asked Ashley. I think I was about to say. There's no way you asked me because I would have said, "Uh, duh." Right. Um, so, so yeah, that was the, that was like the rest of that year. The third year was us living in Paintsville all together as roommate. Okay. So, so you really I know have- that, but not everybody else knows that. So that we, yeah, we, we barely saw each other and we got more strange and distant with each other. And he started to act a lot more weird than ever that third year. And then I eventually broke up with him. Uh, we broke up. I started to see somebody else for like a month or two. Was that like two months? No <laughs> way. It was one month. It was <laughs> even shorter. <laughs> I was one month. One month because I strongly disagreed with it. <laughs> I thought that I found something better for myself after dumping him. And it wasn't the case. If anything, this guy was batshit crazy. Yeah, crazy. More than what the other one did. And the other one was also an ex-boyfriend from middle school. So that's the first problem. And then you guys were like, oh, we know each other. And I'm like, no, you do not. <laughs> we know each other. It's fine. <laughs> we actually did keep up and in touch, though, like, throughout the rest of our lives, like, growing up. So, like, we felt like we did. But, like, we didn't know each other romantically anymore. And it was a different thing. <laughs> one day when we were playing Sequence. <laughs> The sequence fucked things up. <laughs> the sequence is <laughs> so the start as the, the, the fall of the relationship. Dude, I just remember his face and like you were specifically not telling me because I had known that you guys were looking for a place for a while. Um, because Byron had told me and Ashley had also told me, and I was like, that bitch. <laughs> I go, she's not telling I'm me. I'm afraid to go all <laughs> in, like, marry this guy. She get a house to, with him. I'm about to yell at her and tell her she's being a stupid ass. Like, All in one month, I was ready to marry my ex-boyfriend and move in with him after dumping C for like a few weeks. <laughs> Not even a few weeks. <laughs> Not even like a week. Two days in. All right, let's come in. This was the 25-year-old crisis. I want to say really quick, though. I want to say really quick. I feel like 
scooter is their influence as to why felt like that was okay because <laughs> that's the thing that she did and that worked out well for her okay well I'm very glad that you didn't end up doing that because I don't think that that would have worked out as well for you not saying that I agree that it worked out well but I'm just saying that I don't think that it would have worked at all. No, I don't think it would have worked out well at all. I think that if him and I actually went forward with the things that we were planning on doing, I would probably be very miserable and divorced by now. I remember (laughs) when you guys finally told me, (laughs) when you were like, we've been looking at places, I remember being like, yes, this is my moment. Oh, we were like (laughs) actively like going to like different houses for viewings. Like it was crazy i know because then you showed me some videos and i was like do you guys realize how insane you're being right now <laughs> no we didn't i, I was like, didn't <laughs> i was simply like in a trance i was like blinded i was all in i know because right after i said all that he went to the bathroom and you looked at me with your drunk eyes and you were like it just feels right and i'm like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that 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 ended so quickly, guys. Don't worry. Like that ended really quick. That was like, only a month. It was only a month. And the reason why it even ended was because I the moon the moon. <laughs> the moon. Okay, people probably think I'm crazy when I talk about the moon. I noticed that some people look at me kind of funny. They're like, uh, do you hear yourself right now? Who cares? The moon's energy. The moon's energy speaks to me. It was speaking to you that night, and that's what you needed. So I like the moon's energy. No, yeah, right. The moon's energy was so strong that night. And it was saying so much. It made me feel so much. But it's some people may not know that the moon has an influence on your emotion. It definitely affects the way your emotions um you know take a toll on you. And that night the moon was full and bright. We all, as roommates, went out for a jog. I went my own way, though. I took my own. Yeah, path. you did. And then, from like, the group, <laughs> you went on the swing set too. <laughs> yes, yes, the exact detail. I went to this park where there's a swing set, and I was swinging, listening to the song, and something with the way how the song was so dramatic, and the way how the moon was beaming at me. It was felt like as if the moon was getting bigger. The light was getting brighter and it was coming close to me. It was screaming at me. And I was like, and I stopped on the swings. And I was like, I need to end what I'm doing with this guy right now. And that's when I immediately ran home. You guys had just walked in the door right before I did. He called me, was like, Where are you? And I'm like, I'm literally walking up to the house. I see your car in the driveway. And I knew. I knew. And he was like, hey, well, what's for dinner? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to go sit on the the roof right now and look at the moon. (laughs) (laughs) And that pissed him off. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I went to the moon. I went on the roof and I was looking at the moon even more. You would probably thought I was high. I just want to clarify I was not high. I was sober on all angles. I was just really feeling the moon's emotion. I was truly trying to understand what it was saying to me. So I'm sitting on the roof. This guy joins me on the roof probably like 30 minutes after I'm sitting up there already. As soon as he gets himself adjusted, the moon is gone. This dark cloud comes over and covers up the moon. And it was the biggest sign (laughs) that the universe could have ever given me about a person. I know, dude. And then you realized the moon was speaking to me. And he looked at me and he said, I thought you were sitting out here looking at the moon. I was like, listen, it was here until you got here. So I slowly move away from him. Like as if I was scared. I was kind of scared. I was uh you obviously have a dark energy and I felt this bad vibe so I slowly move away from him climb back in the window into the house and I was like I'm done looking at the moon it's obviously gone so he's like what the fuck are you fucking serious gets all angry gets out he climbs off the roof and gets back in the house too but like goes back downstairs I peek my head out the window and the moon is back (laughs) after he goes away and I was like that's it that was the same. <laughs> that, if that's anything, that's what that is. 
that's a sign yeah because I was doing yoga in the dance room that we had and I looked up and I saw you guys and I was like what the fuck (laughs) um yeah yeah exactly and then Hunter was there too yeah for some reason yeah and Hunter ran away from him too like when Hunter ran away from this guy I was like oh that's a sign too (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a sign to you but um, dude my partner is so intuitive about that stuff for some reason (laughs) and that's when we played um never have i ever or was it sequence Mm -hmm. well probably both i don't know if it was the sequence night sequence we never we played never have i ever that night and then let's just say when you play never have i ever you learn things about people that you don't expect to learn okay especially if you're dating it somebody, was never have i ever and it was the one um can i say what card it was i don't remember which one exactly it was but go ahead i think was it the threesome one yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> it, that's what i think it was too and he was like i can't look at you the same but way. he got mad at your answer but his answer was yes to it too his answer was yes to it too, and his answer was yes to a lot of other things as well. But did I hold that stuff against him? No. He made a big deal to the point where he okay, he had a set of clothes that I cleared out a drawer for him and that house. Because he was there like every night. He was every <laughs> night. And I got pissed yeah. off one time because I came downstairs. And I was like making breakfast, you know, doing my morning and everything. And he comes downstairs and you went to work or something like that. And he's like, where's breakfast? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, I make it. I and it, was, like, I it was such the littlest thing. But I remember being so annoyed being like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> like, Make your own goddamn breakfast. Danielle's and it was like the whole thing every morning because like- you were getting up at 4 a.m then i think i was still i was still nannying at the time though too no not think i know for a fact that i was that's what i'm saying like you were getting up yeah and he's like hanging out at eight o'clock asking where breakfast is i don't know why the fuck are you here r right r (laughs) (laughs) um so let's just say that like eventually though he packed up his shit up and he fucking left he ran to the hills he (laughs) couldn't handle the shit he couldn't handle the truth he couldn't handle me he couldn't handle us as friends like we were so truthful about our opinions and he couldn't handle it he hated me because i took him on a death march didn't he (laughs) and made fun of no better with his his toy truck (laughs) i made fun of his toy truck Oh God! <laughs> yeah, so that ended that. That was only in one month, though. And then I got back together with C. Mm-hmm. And this was like probably about late March, May. No, about March, because it was like we were we weren't together for April, like the month of my birthday. So like, oh wait, that's May. So end of April, May, we got back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got back together. Things seemed to be great at first again, but then soon, late, sooner or later, things got back to like right where they were. Like, why I didn't want to be with him. Lack of communication, him not just simply talking to me, him ignoring me, the lack of him even trying to spend time with me or come over. It was always some excuse as to why he couldn't. And if he did make plans with me, he would always fail. Um, and then he told me he would come over for Thanksgiving. And that's when I hosted Thanksgiving at the house. And he didn't show up at all. He was a no-call, no-show. And that was super embarrassing because my whole family asked where he was. And I simply couldn't tell him because I did not know. And he was ignoring me. He was not answering his phone at all. And that even was even more embarrassing. And soon after that, I didn't even get us not even one word text like at all. I was simply getting nothing from him. And he ignored me to death to the point where when someone showed interest in me I I took interest too and that's when Jay came in that's when Mr. Jay came in mm-hmm. and Mr. Jay and I we went out to round one for the night have fun um, 
and see thought that he could come in to my life at night and try and hang out with me all of a sudden it's like all he knew that like I was with somebody else but I was just with Mr. J as a friend mm-hmm. but then Mr. J and I we got along so well the next day we hung out and then he wanted to hang out every day since then and before you know it I told Calvin I don't want to be with you anymore you fucking suck but this was like after I already like made out with Mr. J, we hooked up, and I already knew that it was a wrap with me and Calvin mm-hmm. again. So I broke up with him, and me and Jay started hanging out and doing things and making plans. And then that's when I moved to Trash Tabula, <laughs> which. What I'm forgetting to say, though, in that time period, C and I were supposed to go on a Las Vegas trip together that he bailed out of. We also were supposed to make plans to move in together that he had no interest of showing me the plans that I had. We're actually doing it. Or doing it. So those are the other two key factors as to why like, I ended that relationship again. Because there was no steps being taken to build a future for ourselves as a couple. And that really bothers me. So when Mr. J came in, who was 10 years older than me, I thought, oh, this is a guy that knows what he wants, has no problem with building a future with the person that he wants to be with based off the information that I knew about him prior. I was also very intrigued with the fact that he was ready to, like, I don't know, really commit to someone and eventually start a family. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, all I was looking for was to commit to somebody and eventually starting a family. Which is a bad thing. Yeah. So, like, I was like, since he's not trying to waste any time, I'm so intrigued by this guy because the guy I'm obviously with is not trying to do any of those things. He bailed out on me on our one trip that we had planned together that he had no problem going to by himself, but he simply just cannot go with me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What if he had sex with somebody in Las Vegas and that's the mother of the child? Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think that that girl looks like she's three. Okay. You're right. The math doesn't add up. This girl, I think is five. Yeah, that girl that girl looks a little bit older than that age. Okay. I just spoiler alert. My boyfriend has a, a fucking child that he had in secret for while we were dating. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea and I just fucking That's know. cool though. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah, normal shit. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, Mr. J came in and we did Ashtabula. Um, and that pissed see off because he was like I thought that we were going to move in together what the heck and I was like you thought but you made no like you made no actual like moves or showed any signs that that's what you wanted to do you started to bail out on like previous planned trips and like you showed zero commitment you're like you can't even go on vacation with me why do I think you're going to move in with me (laughs) right and you need to understand though also before this relationship with C I had the previous one I was with with A, he was supposed to move in with that in that apartment that I moved into, but he bailed last minute. So I already am enduring a trauma of a guy bailing out on me last minute to go move in together. So the fact that you bailed on me last minute for this trip, I already was like, fuck it. You're going to bail on me on this moving in thing. So I'm just going to go ahead and move on my own. Forget about you. So I went ahead and did that. And I moved an hour away from everybody that I know and love and away from this person that I was dating. Mm -hmm. So I made it a long distance relationship. And then I also was still seeing Mr. J and this C guy is still like holding on. And I told him about Mr. J and that broke his heart. But somehow it broke his heart, but he still wanted to fix things. So I gave him another chance. And I was like, Mr. J doesn't even want to be with me. He doesn't want to be with me because I'm too short. <laughs> was his excuse. 
He's like, we could never actually be together. I can never marry you. He's like, you're great and all, but we can't be together because I can't marry you. I can't marry somebody that's short. That means I can't have short children. And that's what you are. I think the real issue, though, is because I'm black. I was about to say, he had but some like, other issues. That wasn't... I think... I don't think it's because I was short. I think it was because of other things as well. And so I think he needs therapy. Oh, we all do. He really needs therapy. Um, so C and I got back together. And once again, that was a waste of time because here it is, our third year of being together. And it's the same old shit. Um, and COVID happened. I lose my job. We all lose our jobs. The world stops. I'm in Ashtabula. He's an hour away. He still is not taking the time to come see me. And we're both not working. And that didn't make any sense to me. You're getting government assistance. We were, we were all getting government assistance. So it's not like you didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Like, so why can't you come see me? How come it's still so hard to be with each other? Like, if, especially if we have more time to spend time together more than ever. You're not showing any effort, but you still very much want to be in this relationship with me at all. I would even try to, like, lure him into, like, having a nice dinner or just making a cute little, like, date COVID style. And, like, that still wasn't enough, like, to lure him in to try and get him to spend time with me. It was, like, begging him to at that point. I even decided to move my entire life closer to him later on after the summer and COVID and that was simply not enough. It was great at first, don't get me wrong. We spent more time together. We were both happy. We said, I'm so happy you're closer to home. So happy you're closer than me. And I was like, yeah, this is great and all, but when are we going to move in together? (laughs) And it was just something that was simply not a priority to him. I was simply not a priority to him. And Still, with us not as working as much, I still barely got to see him. It's like the little honeymoon phase of me moving closer to home died after like a month or two. And I started to see him less and less again. It was getting harder and harder for me to like get attention. I didn't see him on any holidays. He would blow me off. No call, no shows continued. And before you know it, here we are with the big giant bomb that's been hit. And that like you still haven't really even worked through or processed or dealt with? No. It's also very, very fresh new information. The thing is though, I just sent you that little Snapchat screenshot of like the the snap screen. Mm -hmm. That's how long it's been. That's how many days it's been since Christmas. Oh my god. Actually. Since it's been 25 days today since Christmas. Which means it has been 25 days today um since I already knew that things were going south. Because I knew that things were going south prior to Christmas. But him and his ignorance and ignorance on Christmas solidified everything. For me and then also the person I met on Christmas also brought a lot of things to light and crazy things okay so since we were talking about the moon earlier why don't the moon card yeah the moon cards I pulled prior to Christmas also tie a lot of things on Christmas the moon cards I pulled on New Year's Eve also tied in a lot of crazy shit that happened now that I'm finding out now and what's happening now like and I still have failed to pull a new card reading and I think I'm honestly scared <laughs> yeah even though I need to because these moon card readings have been so goddamn accurate and let me oh my moon journals in my car but let me see if I can go back for you real quick and give you a quick recap on everything. I don't think I can give you a recap on the, the days um, before Christmas because I don't have screenshots of those cards. I only have screenshots of the one on New Year's Eve because I sent those to mm-hmm. you. Um, but the ones that I had 
before Christmas was letting me know that the relationship that I was in is a relationship that I've been in before. That our souls always reunite every lifetime. It's in a continuous cycle with a dead end. And I have assumed that it was either C, the guy I was dating, or a friend of mine that I'm not really close to anymore. Named another. But let's be real. It was <laughs> named L. Let's be real though. <laughs> but let's be real here. We we both knew that it was gonna be C. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, even though I try to be super positive about it, I was like, there's no way it could be him. Like, we really have, like, gone through so much. It's been so oh, that's, that's so not mind. true because we talked about it. And I was like, okay, so if we're really thinking about this, I was like, I would think that it's either L or C. And then you were like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So it's like we both had the idea yeah we both knew like who the candidates were like but more so of anything I knew deep down it was C and I just didn't want to say it because I didn't want to manifest that energy into the life that I was living I was like no I need to this I need this to work I need this (laughs) I need something to work so bad so um my cards literally told me prior to Christmas that this wasn't going to work. It was never going to work. And that there was going to be someone new coming in. And that my life was going to change. But I ignored it. And then on New Year's Eve, that's when I pulled those other set of cards. And the only reason why we pulled those set of cards is because of the events that took place the day before New Year's Eve with C and T. Dude. As soon as you called me and you were like saying what you said about the other C, I was like, oh, it's a done deal. <laughs> like, so T is really good friends with C. And let's just say there was a situation that occurred where I had to talk to T. We didn't have to talk. We were just in the car together. So we just like made conversation. And our conversation brought so much to light about C on both ends. And it was enough information to get the pot boiling. You can just watch it. (laughs) And um, Let's just say that pot that boiled, overboiled, and overflowed, and things took a wild turn, and that's when things hit the fan and went down towards a huge downward spiral. Dang, that's so crazy. What? (laughs) Nothing. I was thinking about how, like, that didn't really make the huge spiral, but, like, that activated, like, the spark of the the bomb. It was already a bomb in place, but that... that See, but I feel like that... Let's see. Because the bomb that actually came in was prior to T. Because they have to remember it, that I I did that whole surprise thing. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows about that, too. Why don't you say that? that? Because that that was was shady. I forgot about that yeah so like after Christmas I I had a weird feeling that something was going on so I decided to start showing up to C's house after I got off work to see if he was home and his car was not home ever every time I pulled up to his house his car wasn't there and I would like be subtle about it and be like hey what did you do last night and he would be like oh I was at home sleeping and chilling but let he know I knew he wasn't at home sleeping or chilling because his car wasn't there and I got off at work really mm-hmm. really late I'm checking like the midnight hour so like you wouldn't you would be home sleeping by that point especially with the schedule that I knew that he had for work so he lied to me I already knew he was lying I was like okay he said he was at home but obviously I went by his house he wasn't home his car wasn't there and he parked in the, he parked in the driveway or the street and his car was nowhere on the street or the driveway so he's not home so I continued to keep checking in on his house to see if he was home at night 
And one day his car was there. The day that his car was there, I noticed that there was a lot of cars there. But I was like, oh, cool, there's people over, so it won't be awkward. I go up to the door, and there was certain family members that answered the door, and their immediate response was, oh, shit, we didn't know that you were coming. We weren't expecting you. And I said, okay. And then the one person said, he's downstairs in the basement, but you wait right here, and I'll go get him. And then she goes and turns to a different family member and says to her in a whispered tone that I heard, make sure she is this his, up here. Is this his mom? Yeah. Okay. And she goes downstairs. Mom goes downstairs in the basement. I'm waiting in the kitchen with his sister. And I'm peeking down the basement to see if I can see what's going on or if I can hear something, but then there was a music playing that was so loud, it sounded like there was a party that I was not invited to. And who comes up the stairs is one of his cousins with a bottle of Patron in one hand and a blunt in the other and says, hey, Danielle, pick your poison. You want a shot? I'm like, no. He goes, you want to hit the blunt? I go, no. I would very much like to know where my boyfriend is. Do you know where he is? And he's like, yeah, he can't come up right now. The uh, We can go smoke, though. I was like, no, I don't want to. I just want to talk to my boyfriend. Is he here? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said he was here, but he can't come up, though. I was like, oh, I don't think you get it. I think I only want to see him and not hit a blunt with you. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, come outside with me real quick. You need to go outside real quick. Let's talk. I go outside with this cousin of his knowing that his cousin is trying to distract me from the taking picture of what's going on downstairs. But I'm keeping a little eye out. His cousin got a signal from somebody because I saw a shadow move. Oh, my God. Because his cousin says... I didn't me. know this. This is all new news to me. Keep going. Yeah. His cousin says to me, hey, let's go to Dunkin' Donuts right now. It's midnight, and I said to him, boy, Dunkin' Donuts is closed. It is midnight. What Dunkin' Donuts do you know is open 24 hours? He's like, we in the hood, baby. Dunkin' Donuts is always open. And I was like, you can't fool me. I know they're not open. You're just trying to get away, like, get me away from the situation. I mm-hmm. didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. So I said to him, okay, yeah, sure. Let's go. If that's what you want, we'll try and find you something similar to Dunkin' Donuts. He's like, no, 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 it's open. Luckily, I had just got done nannying. I nanny part-time on my days off. And there is a bunch of kids stuff in the front seat of my car. And his cousin wanted to sit in the front seat. So I said, hey, can you move all this stuff to the back? That's all time. During that time, I start my car and I'm looking through the window of my boyfriend at the time's house and I see my oh my god I see him through the window I see he's talking to someone it looked like he was like arguing with someone but he could have just simply been shaking his head with no hidden agenda behind it but I see that he's there and me and his cousin we both leave the house we leave the house to go to Dunkin Donuts and of course they're closed so then we go to rallies to get final fries they don't have any so we get a slushie the slushy, he thought that someone spit in it. So we toss it out the window. Then he's like, let's go to a different rally. So we go to the rally that's closer by you know at this point, you that know that he's in. just taking that... you on. Yes, on a road trip to yeah. distract me away to get me away from the house. Um, and we go to a different rally. Another rally just shot up. Like someone shot up the, the drive through. There's like bullets and glass everywhere. And then we go to the gas station so he can grab, like, a chip and a soda. And he comes back out from the gas station and says, Danielle, are you okay? And I his cousin, I was like, why would I not be okay? What do you mean? Should I not be okay about something? And he's like, no, 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 no. Never mind. Just, just forget I said that. Forget it's cool. And I was like, oh, interesting. So then he goes, we can go You're back like, to the oh, house. like, oh, can we? I was like, oh, 
Okay, right. I'm like, literally, that's literally what I said. I said, oh, we can go back now. Like, it's safe for us to go back. He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we go back to the house. And he's like, well, we can go oh, in now, too. Man. And I was like, oh, we can go in now? So, so I was, like, thinking to myself, he has no idea how he's coming up. Because he's literally too drunk and too high to realize that the certain key words and how he's saying mm-hmm. it sounds so sketchy. He has no idea that when he says, oh, we can go inside now, too, is him saying, yeah. hey, the coast is clear. Like, okay, we're good to go. <laughs> like, like, I think okay. he's also looking at his phone. Because he's also looking at his phone. Yeah. And then um, I'm like, you know, I don't know if I want to go in the house. And he's like, I think that you should. Come on. Like, we got food in there. And I was like, oh, so you have food in there, but you were so hungry and there was no food in the house before. Remember, we went out to get food. And he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's wings in there, though. And I was like, interesting. Yeah, let me go check out these wings with you. He's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. He's fucked up. So we get to the front door of the house and I see C, the, boy, the boyfriend at the time, sitting there at the dining room table with his mom. And his sister, and like one other relative, random relative. And the first thing that said to me, well, first let's describe the look of his mom's face of like, oh, what the fuck face again. And the first words that came out of his mom's mouth were, where the fuck did y'all go? I was looking for you. I thought that we lost you. I thought you left. I was like, oh, I did. The way how they looked so scared, though, was the way how I left. Like, as mm-hmm. if I found out something. I did. Mm-hmm. With their reaction. <laughs> um, and she was like, what the fuck did you go? She's like, I wanted you to stay up here because there was a girl throwing up in the basement. And I was just trying to handle that real quick. I could have used you guys' help, though. I didn't know that both of you left. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry that you feel that way, but let's cut the bullshit. I said, Calvin, can I talk to you in the other room real quick? And Calvin looks like he's irritated and pissed, and he's like, yeah. So we go to the other room, and I said, where were you? Where have you been? He goes, what are you talking about? I was like, why were you taking someone to come up from the basement? Did you know that I was here? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, like everyone said that you were here. Everyone said that you were in the basement. Everyone said that you were home. But you're claiming that you were in the basement. He's like, I wasn't even here. Like, I wasn't even home. I was out with T, mm-hmm. his friend T. And I was like, oh, so you, were, you weren't here all this time, but your car was here? He was like, yeah, because T pulled up and I decided to go smoke with him. And like, we went around the block for a second. Dad was never even here. While you were here, little did he know, I yeah. saw him through the window, through at my car, when I was waiting for his cousin to clear out the front seat so we can go to Dunkin' Donuts. He doesn't know that I saw him. So, <laughs> he's just straight up lying to my face about the fact that he was there in the basement with whomever, I assume this fake girl that his mom brought up that was throwing up downstairs. And I said, well, since you don't want to be honest with me, I think I'm too tired anyway. I'm going to go to bed. But I was trying to be, like, nice enough to see if he would be honest with me. Like, I, like, flipped the script a little bit. was like, I mean, like, do you want to hang out, like, later? Like, I don't know, like, what you're doing. Is you busy still? And he's like, no, I'm really just not in the mood. And I was like, well, I haven't seen you in, like, two weeks you're not in the mood he's like I'm just not in the mood and I was like are you happy to see me surprise he's like yeah <sighs> it's a big surprise that's for sure I'm like he just seemed very irritated that I was even there so I was like all right fine I'm just gonna leave then goodbye so I left I didn't talk to him for the next two days until he texted me and said hey my friend T is gonna call you he didn't tell me why T was gonna call me he just said T's gonna call you so I tried to reach out to him to ask him why T was going to call me. He's not answering his phone. He's not calling me back. He's not answering a FaceTime call. 
people at Park Square. And this was like earlier in the morning, like around like eight or nine o'clock before any one of us has to go to work. So I was confused as to why he felt like he didn't need to answer his phone if he could simply send me a message that his friend was going to call me. So I answered his friend's call. I helped his friend do a favor that he needed to do. And I only did it because I thought that the guy I was still currently dating was okay. Because he said he gave you a disclaimer? Obviously, he said, well, he didn't even That's give me a disclaimer. He he's about to call you. I assume that when you, yeah, I feel like when you say that, you've already talked to this person and you already discussed what's about to happen and that you're okay with it. Especially mm-hmm. since you don't want to answer your phone. So I went ahead and made arrangements to help his friend. And when he decides to finally call me back, it just so happens that I was with his friend at his friend's house to help him with the certain situation. And he immediately sounded irritated by that. And when his friend got into the car, he made it very awkward. And there was a weird tension, a weird vibe. He said some weird things that had me and his friend look at each other and be like, what the fuck's happening? And his friend also caught the weird vibe that C was getting off. And no one knew how to act all of a sudden through the phone with him being on the phone in my car mm-hmm. and his friend being in my car to do the favor for him. So when he got an attitude with the both of us and hung up on me, his friend got pissed off with his friend's attitude and decided to tell me information about my boyfriend at the time and it was information that I was really insecure about already. It was information that like solidified all of the insecurities I had in my relationship. It solidified worries that I had. Not mm-hmm. all of them, but most like the big ones. And that was enough for me to like just start getting see the energy that he gives me. I wasn't, like, going to break up with him. I Even though I was done with him, I was like, I'm going to try and process this. I'm going to try and talk to him about it. I need to let him know what his best friend just said to me. He needs to know this. Because, one, your best friend just snitched on you about how you are about and how you feel. And then, two, you need to know, you need to know that, despite our problems, you need to know that your best friend did that un- not best friendship to you. So I try to be a good person and a good girlfriend and call my boyfriend to let him know that his friend was being inappropriate with me with the certain things that he said. And his reaction was, I don't care. That's between the two of you guys. That's your business. Whatever happens between the two of you can stay between the two of you. And he said that to me two days after I was trying to get a hold of him after being with his friend. Yeah, so he waited two days to even respond to any of your messages. Actually, no. He 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 waited 24 hours, not two days. I think that's And this was New Year's at that time. So then I said, okay, let me stop talking about your friend and what he said to me. But, like, do you want to hang out for New Year's? Are we going to try and do this or no? And he said, what's the point? I don't see the point. And then he hung up on me. And then that's when I realized I was done with my relationship with him. And let me show oh. you that right there for now. Everything else is an entire <laughs> new episode because that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. The next, the following things that happened after that, on new, after New Year's, it's so funny that there's a lot. We and it's only it's only January twentieth. So it's been twenty days into January and every day has been some new information or drama or razzle dazzle in Danielle's life. And Danielle's overwhelmed by the information. Danielle's overwhelmed <laughs> within the first twenty days of freaking yes. twenty twenty one. I will say this year is put, is supposedly the best year or the best is supposed to be a good year for people or it's going to be the best year of everyone's life. 
my moon cards have told me that this year is my year and that things are going to be better for me and that people will look at me in a good way, a better way or differently, but in all good ways and that good things are coming. But let me tell you, the 20 days that I've experienced so far, I'm kind of questioning the cards. I think that it's great. (laughs) (laughs) I know. The thing is, so it's like I'm questioning it, but it's also like, okay. See, I'm thinking like, thank God this is finally over since I was there for the start of it, apparently. And I didn't even know that I was there for the start of it. And the whole time I've just been like, why is this happening? So now I'm like, yes, finally, we're done. And then all this stuff is coming out and I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe any of this. Yeah. The next time you have an update, yeah. I'm just I yeah. I left you for a weekend. Like <laughs> I didn't talk to you. I think it was just like 24 hours. I don't even think that it was a weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not even a full weekend. I had a feeling a lot was going yeah. on. <laughs> like I said, like the whole gen- month of January, the whole month of January is like a whole story within itself. Like it's just that's a long story. There's so much that I just need everyone <laughs> to understand that when the story is told to you, please pay attention to detail context and context clues. clues because it's like, <laughs> yeah, really. What the oh, I'm so excited for the next episode. I'm not because that's when I need to make sure that I'm done processing all this information. Hopefully by the next episode, I will make a decision on whether or not I want to continue to do what I'm doing with a certain person that's in play here. And I've kind of given a hint. I don't know if anyone's caught on to it, but I did mention earlier certain initials that have been brought back into a recent time period like about five minutes ago we'll see we'll see see who figures out what all right danny lion i love you yeah bye you too you have a good night